Are you curious about, interested in, or working within the field of anesthesiology and you are a woman, person of color, or otherwise do not fit the stereotypical image of what an anesthesiologist looks like, then this is the podcast for you. We will discuss what life is like on the other side of the blue drape for us. Issues most relevant, such as what is anesthesia really? And we're not talking textbook definition. Tips for applying, success in residency, life as an attending, and beyond. Join us each week as we take a dive into this rich and often misunderstood field. This is your host, Dr. Alicia Peterson, and welcome to Sivo Sisters. Welcome back, y'all, to Sivo Sisters, where we demystify and diversify the field of anesthesiology all within the duration of an anesthesia break. This week, I had the pleasure of speaking at the SNMA, Student National Medical Association Regional Leadership Conference. The topic was breaking barriers within medicine. I would like to share with you a small clip of my talk at the conference. And I'm going to hone in on the antidote to burnout as per Harvard Business Review and discuss ways that we can execute on those three elements. Please excuse the audio quality. I was in a banquet hall, so there may be a little bit of an echo. Please enjoy. All right. The antidote to burnout. This is from Harvard Business Review. They said diversity. So monotonous work is poison. You get bored. And when you get bored, that increases your risk for substance abuse, alcoholism, and gambling, actually. When we diversify what we do, when we do new experiences, novel experiences, that activates in the brain release of dopamine, which is used for motivation. Which is why doing these new things that all these physicians are doing, they come back to the workplace with a renewed appreciation. The, the flow is incredibly important. Um, being immersed in a task, fully engaged. Surgeons have a lot of flow within um, the operating room, which is why so many of them love it so much. And then finally, autonomy. You know, we talked about the importance of being able to at least, at least express what you want to do, where you want to work, with whom you want to work with. We'll now get into the self-preservation strategy. I want to remind you that you are palatable. You contain multitudes. So don't ever let anyone tell you what you're just. I offer to you as a solution to the toxicity, to combat the toxicity, to combat the burnout, you should have three hobbies. Now, I want you to just take a second and think about what you liked when you were a kid. So many of you are sitting there and just hard nose to be a doctor. I try to ignore everything else. I just, I just gotta be a doctor. I just gotta, I just gotta. What's the next step? What do I need to say? I just want to be a doctor, and you neglect it. All the other parts of yourself. Something about it and know what you want. If you don't know what you want, how do you know 
you've arrived. You, you don't have a marker. You don't have a standard anymore. You're relying on medicine to tell you. And it's, I already told them it's toxic. So you don't want to listen to what they got to say. Okay. Uh, so I want you to re-engage that child, that true self in you. And ask yourself, I want you to jot down, what hobby do you have? Or that you're curious in starting that makes you creative. Creative. So I will call out, do you paint, sketch, dance, have photography, gardening, writing, cooking, acting? Maybe you make jewelry. Maybe you design clothing, interior design, graphic design. Maybe you just like, you know, making jokes every now and again, playing an instrument, playing chess. Obviously, I'm not naming the exhaustive list, but think about it. What is it that you do that you enjoy that sparks that creativity in you? Take a moment and jot it down. Secondly, you should have a hobby that makes you fit. What does that look like? Jot that down. Uh, Some hobbies, gardening. You might notice that gardening makes you creative and it can get you fit. Hiking, martial arts, tennis, basketball, biking, yoga, Pilates, traveling. And finally, you should have a hobby that um, makes you some money. For those of you writers out there, you can put a little posting up on Upwork or Fiverr. You can freelance, start a blog. Those of you who like music, you can sell some of your sounds on SoundCloud. If you make beats, beat stars and something called Airbit. For those of you who cook, start a blog and Instagram. Gardening. Again, gardening keeps coming up. (laughs) That's a way to do all three. That's a huge market. Photography, you could do an Instagram. Illustrator. Graphic artist, all of this. Profitable. If you're into comedy, you can put stuff up on social media. Pet. Those of you who own pets, also social media. What I ask for you to do is think about which one of these hobbies can you engage with for just 10 minutes a day. 10 minutes a day. And before you say, I ain't got time, I want to encourage you to look at this book. It is uh, Atomic Habits by James Clear, where he introduces micro habits. So for those of you who want to get fit, and you're like, man, I got time to go to the gym. Or for, for some of you, for some of your hobbies, you're like, look, if I don't have at least an hour, I can't do it. And it's like, don't limit yourself. This is a matter of life or death, people. So you can carve out 10 minutes just for you. You can do that. James Sawyer gives an example of if you want to get fit, just do one push-up. One push-up. In a day, one push-up. And what you'll find is that it starts to build momentum. 
Because you're like, it, the bar is so low, you can't refuse it. It's like, I'm going to do one. My gosh. And then that turns into more. You can micro habit any of those hobbies you put down. Any of So I encourage you to read the book and incorporate this in your every day. Because what happens is what you do every day starts to shape your identity. And then you become what it is that you frequently do. And it's a positive reinforcement. If you're always doing what other people tell you to do, then you're giving the message that you don't have any control over your life. And we know that's not true. So start now with doing one thing. Just start with one. How can you micro-habit it down to do it every day? If you're a writer, it could just be a journal entry, a couple of sentences. It'll build momentum. I asked you this beautiful quote from Mary Oliver. Tell me, what is it that you plan to do with your one wild and precious life? I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sivo Sisters. If you love this episode as much as I did, head on over and rate and subscribe so you don't miss out. New episodes drop every week on a Monday because we all can use a little something, something to get us through the week. Am I right? I'd love to hear more from you on the topics that you want to hear. So let me know in the comments. This is Dr. Peterson signing off. See you next time.